the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Thank you for joining us today. The Word of God provides everything we need throughout our earthly existence. There is absolutely nothing that has, is, or will occur in our lives that is not covered by the blood of Jesus. Our sovereign God loves us so much that He created us in His own image and sacrificed His only begotten sinless Son to cover all of our sins. When we surrender our all to Him, we begin to experience the greatest love of all and become recipients of eternal life. Listen with Bible pen and paper handy as Pastor Rander ministers to us today. So I'm just going to preach the first phrase of that verse, and a whole message is on that first phrase. And it, and it says, and do not be conformed to this world. I would just underline that, and do not be conformed to this world. I want to preach this morning on the danger of conformity. The danger of conformity. With all the attractions and enticements of this world, such as movies, televisions, the internet, the hip-hop movement, the lotteria, the get-rich-quick schemes, domestic partnerships with your significant other, Drugs and alcohol, swingers, the DLs, which are the downloads, cosmetic surgery, and the search for the fountain of youth. A Christian today has to have his heart fixed and his mind made up to live to the glory of God as a Christian. And the fact of the matter is, many who claim to be Christians have so conformed themselves to the pattern of this world system until they look like anything but a Christian. It is high time that all of us search our hearts to see if we have conformed to this world in which we live or are we genuinely the salt and light in this world that our Lord is calling you and I to be. The scripture says in Romans 12, 2, that phrase, and be not conformed to this world. Now, the word conformed in the Greek is suskematizo, which refers to conforming oneself to the outer fashion. It refers to conforming oneself to the outer fashion fashion, or outward appearance. It, it, conform means it is, it is the accommodation of oneself to a model or a pattern. The accommodation of oneself to a model or pattern. You see that word, and be not conformed to this what? World. 
World in the Greek literally means age. Say age. Which means this present age in contrast to the age to come. Age refers to this godless system. When we say the word age, it, it is a reference to this godless system in which we live. And to make it unmistakably clear, to be conformed is to allow this world to reshape our thinking. To allow this world to what? Reshape our thinking. You have conformed. Uh, when you allow this world to fashion you like they want you, you have conformed. You have conformed when you allow this world to alter you. You have conformed when you allow the world to assimilate you into its culture. You have conformed when you allow the world in which you live to squeeze you into its mold. <laughs> And so let me just read that. So I want to be unmistakably clear. To conform is to, to reshape you. The world wants you to convert to their thinking. The world wants you to fashion you like them, to alter you, to assimilate you into the, to the culture, and ultimately squeeze you into its mold. I love the message translation, which says it this way. And I quote, don't become so well adjusted to your culture that you fit right in without even thinking, unquote. That's the message translation. Don't become so well adjusted to your culture that you fit right in without even thinking. Is that you today? Don't misunderstand me now. There is a difference in living in the world and merging with the world. You can live in the world and not what? Merge in the world. That's why I like the Hebrew boys when they were in uh, Babylon and that paganistic society. They were in Babylon, but they did not merge in that Babylonian system. You know, the, 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 the Babylonian system wanted to take God out of them, but instead of taking God out of them, they held on to their conviction, which ultimately they ended up being thrown into the fiery furnace, and, and God was so honored by their not being fashioned by the Babylonian system that God said, I love their conviction so much, I believe I'll just go down and step in the flames and cool the flames. Man, I'm going to keep them company in the midst of the fire. You know, and God, was, God is honored when you do not allow the world to squeeze you into his mold. Daniel the same way. Daniel held on his conviction, held on his faith, did not succumb to the gods of the world in his day. And because of his conviction uh, to, the, to God and, the, and, and commitment to the integrity of the law of God, 
he ended up being cast into the lion's den. And there again, God was so honored at the faith, the unwavering faith and commitment of Daniel that when Daniel was cast down into the den of those hungry lions, listen, he petted them, stroked them, and slept on their backs. <laughs> oh, man, now you did. I tell you, now who do you want on your side? Do you want the world on your side? Or do you want God on your side? And I tell you something, living for God will get you in trouble. And some of you all are not experiencing trouble because you look so worldly, you act so worldly, you talk so worldly until you are not experiencing any trouble because of the cause of Christ. You act just like them. Ain't no difference. Dress like them, mess yourself up like them, to tat tattoo yourself up like them, body mutilate yourself like them, listen to all kind of music that, that damns your soul just like them, go out, hang with them, and do what they do, after five with them. Where is your witness? Don't not see, God does not call us to be isolated. He intended for us to be light in the midst of darkness. You got the other side. <laughs> I ain't got nothing to do with the more uh, unholy folk. I ain't like, listen, look at all that stuff they done. I ain't gonna let them mess me up. Listen, you ought to have been walking with the Lord by now to the point they ought not be able to mess you up. Say 40 years and you can't spend two days with them without succumbing? What's wrong with you? We're in the holy huddle right now. And it's comfortable in here right now. And we can raise our hand and say, this is my story. This is my song. Praising my Savior all the day long. God has smiled on me. But can you walk out of the doors into that job tomorrow and say, this is my story? Can you tell your boss and your co-workers at lunch, I have a song. God has smiled on me. He has set me free. And the same God that set me free, listen, co-worker, can set you free. Then you begin to get in trouble. Set your Bible on the desk. Not the Better House and Garden. Not the Wall Street Journal. Not the Jet Magazine. Just set your Bible on the desk. And it will attract worlds of attention. Do I have a witness out there? God does not call us to be isolationists. No, because if we stay among ourselves, then light is just shining on light. And we ought to be the light of the what? Yeah, but, but to be light in the world, you got to get out and be the light that God is calling you to be. And as you get out amidst the world, listen, as we live with the pagans of this world, we are to convert them and not allow them to convert us. And it's a sad commentary that some of you all have been converted and, I, and, and it's evident you, you, because 
of, of your attitude, disposition, what you say, where you go, how you act. Number two, oh, I got a long ways to go. It's quiet in here. It needs to be because God wants to de-world us. Number two, listen, when Paul tells the church at Rome to be not conformed to this world, he is saying, refuse to allow the world or anyone else to convert or change what you believe about the Bible, to, uh, to, to change or convert what you believe about the Lord Jesus Christ. Right. In other words, we must not allow even our closest of relatives to make us worldly. I hear Gerald and many others taking a stand and coming to Christ meant that they were put out the house. That's right. Many, many, you go, uh, many societies, you are disowned. You are thrown out. Uh, they don't want to do, they want to deal with you. But you know what? Bible says you got to be willing to forsake all to follow him. I mean, you got a mama that don't know Christ and you know Christ or daddy or brother or sister, you, even though they're your closest blood relatives. Go on and eat turkey with them at Thanksgiving. Go on and exchange presents with them at Christmas time. Go on to the family reunion. Just be the light amidst your family. Your family and my family is an evangelistic field. And sad to say, some of y'all can't be a witness to your family because you're so bitter in your relationships. Some of y'all, now how are you going to be a witness to your family you're not talking to? You won't write them, won't call them, some of them in jail, you won't do nothing for them. Well, make their bed hard, lay in it. And on and on it goes. Mad. And yet you're a Christian, they're pagan, and, you, and, and you're a poor example of what it means to be a Christian being mad at your relatives because they got something you thought you ought to have, or because how they treated you when you were young, or because uh, you weren't the favorite child, or whatever else I didn't say. And you lose your witness. And let me tell you something. You have to love God more than your mama. Love God more than your daddy. Love God more than your sister. Love God more than your cousin. Amen. You got to love God more. Don't let, your, don't let your parents, if they're pagans, to squeeze you into a... Uh, now, you honor them. Amen. You take care of them, and you, you obey them up until they violate the principles of Scripture. Are y'all hanging with me? All right. Uh, so uh, in, in, we must not let our relatives nor our friends to convert us. Oh, I just love my friends. My AKA Delta Omega Sapphire, my Easter Star, my Masonic Lodge, brother. Uh, my homie from yesterday, my school class, uh, what's it, reunion, high school buddies. And you go back and they acting like pagans and you go and assimilate yourself with them and nobody sees the difference. They don't even know you've been converted. You just start acting like they act temporarily because you don't want to ruffle any feathers. Shame on you. Some of you, oh, if I can just get back home. 
Oh, if I can just move back to where I Louisiana. I can just get back to Houston, back to Arkansas, back to New York. You know, God called you out because he has a plan and a purpose for your life. And if he wanted you to stay there, he left you there to, to mess in your mess. Why do you want to go back? When God called Abraham uh, out of us, this us, let me tell you something. He said, don't go back there. He kept on marching. Matter of fact, when a bride was, was to be gotten for, for, for Isaac, uh, 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 Abraham, said, you, Abraham said, look, he, he, did, he did not want. He, he did not want to go back to those pagan folk. He wanted uh, around them. He wanted, he wanted somebody who could represent the Lord Jesus Christ. Look, co-workers. Look at the co-workers. The co-workers. Are you acting like a co-worker? As a Christian co-worker or a pagan co-worker? Pagan co-worker. What about a teacher? You know, they tell you you can't pray in school. You can pray in school. Yes, you can. Can't nobody stop you from praying in school. Matter of fact, you ought to be praying all day in the spirit. Amen? You ought to be praying. God will show you how to pray in a prayer. And listen, and, and instead of prayer, you have all of these, uh, 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 what you call these things? Uh, you pass, you have to pass through to get in there now. Um, yeah. What you call them? Yeah, detectors and all these kinds of things uh, to keep you, metal detectors and all of these things. I wish we had prayer. If we had more prayer, we wouldn't have the detectors. Oh, a PhD at St. Mary. P uh, you under a PhD at uh, uh, Sachs uh, or uh, at UTSA, uh, Trinity, just because it's SAC. Yeah, it's SAC, San Antonio College. I like to say SACS. I mean, taking a saxophone, but, but SAC, San Antonio College. Listen, just because they have a PhD don't mean they write. Uh, listen, a PhD doesn't impress God. Amen. You can have a PhD and go straight to hell. You can go to hell intellectually astute. <laughs> and what I'm saying today is, listen, uh, uh, you have to be able to screen what they, what they say. Because a lot of them, not all of them, but many of them want to mold and conform you in a way that is not of Christ. Or you have, then the cults, there's a proliferation of cults and books. Every book that has Jesus on it is not the right book. There are the movies and the movie, the music and the celebrities, you know, just because they're on television and they have big names don't mean that they're right. And what they say is not law. Television is squeezing you into your, to, to its own mold. And the reason it is because you spend so much time with it instead of the Bible. Religious schools and seminaries, uh, instead of, you know, some... <laughs> Some preachers and some Christian workers, you know, they're better, for some schools, they're better off just staying in a good Bible teaching church because they, they go in there alive and when they come out, they're dead. Uh, liberal schools, schools that don't believe in the validity, the inerrancy of Scripture, and don't believe in the virgin birth and have problems with miracles and Jonah being in a well and so forth and so on. They got schools 
that the kids go to, and when they come out, they, they, they question the validity of Jesus Christ. Instead of giving life, some schools are taking life and taking away the core beliefs essential to living the Christian faith, and you come out far worse than when you entered. In such cases, it's better to, to stay in a good Bible teaching church if you go to a bad school that's educating you away from God. Are y'all hanging with me? Thirdly, Jesus came that we would have life and have it more what? Abundantly. Instead, many of you have become so absorbed and engrossed and immersed and preoccupied and consumed and fascinated and captivated and bewitched by the world until you are now staggering in your worldly drunkenness because you have swallowed so much of her pleasure. You're drunk because you are absorbed, engrossed. You've immersed yourself, preoccupied yourself, consumed yourself, fascinated, captivated, and even what? Bewitched by the world until you are now staggering in your worldly drunkenness because you have swallowed so much of her pleasure. Instead of people seeing Christ in you, the hope of glory, all they can see is the residue of this world system on you. That's huge. Instead of people seeing Christ in you, the hope of glory, all many can see is the residue of this world system on you. And be not conformed to the world. Be not fashioned. Be not converted to the spirit of this age. Here's a fascinating question, and yet convicting. How does one know when he has conformed to this world? I, I, Pastor, I really want to know if, I'm, if I've conformed or not. The Bible says, and be not conformed, and I want to make sure I haven't conformed. Because I think I'm spiritual, but the fact of the matter is, I may not be as spiritual as I think I am. So can you clear up for me? Can, 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 can you identify for me how I can know whether or not I have conformed to the world around me or not? I'm so glad you asked that question. Thank you for giving me the privilege. I'm honored. Number one, you know you've conformed to this world when freedom is your priority. <laughs> oh, God, Lord, help me with this now. When freedom is your priority. What do you mean by that? <laughs> you don't want any restraints regarding speech. You don't want restraints regarding your social behavior. You want to act like you want to act. If you want to be a fool, let me be a fool. You don't want any authority in your life. Nobody telling you what to do. No accountability. You don't want anybody asking you the tough questions. Why are you asking me that for? What's wrong? Something must be wrong for you to ask me that. You don't, have, you don't need to be asking me that question. That's none of your business. Let, leave me alone. No accountability. 
unrestrained sexual perversion. Three, sexual revolution. And listen, even in this audience, my radio, and under my voice, there's some under my voice. I don't know who you are, but you are unrestrained in your sexuality. In other words, you do what is right in your own eyes. That's freedom is your priority. When freedom is your priority, that's a strong indication that you have conformed to this world. Well, I got about six of these, so you better hold on. I hope I can get through them. How does one know when he has conformed? He seeks political correctness. He seeks political correctness. In other words, does not want to be offended. He does not want to be offended. You know, so you walk, watch just how you say what you say, because you don't want to offend anybody. You want to be very tolerant. You know, what everybody want to do, if they want to, abortion's okay, homosexuality is okay, gambling's okay, leave them alone. That's their business. If they want to steal, as long as they ain't stealing from me, it's okay. Take their stuff, but not my stuff. Tolerance. Everything is relative. In other words, uh, no right or wrong. Uh, he places a high value on public opinion. Well, I think. But God didn't want to know what you think. If that's the case, why do we have a Bible? <laughs> I think. People tell me, I think, well, you already messed up. Go, think nothing. What does the word say? And I think. No, God don't want to know what you think. He, he, wants, he wants you to know what he has said. Huh? I mean, I have that. And I'm so sick and tired of these talk shows. All, oh, everybody, I mean, all is ignorance, glamorized. And it's a poor stewardship of that. Set your VCR to watch that mess. If you enjoy this kind of biblical teaching or would like to hear this message in its entirety, please visit us at Maranatha Bible Church, located at 7855 East Loop 1604 North, Converse, Texas, or call us at 210-821-5683. If you would like to make a special donation to support the radio ministry of Maranatha Bible Church, please visit our website at maranathasa.org. Select the Give option and choose the radio broadcast support fund. Thank you very much for your generosity. Come worship with the Maranatha Bible Church family on Father's Day, Sunday, June 19th at 10 a.m. On this special day, our worship celebration will express gratitude and appreciation to all fathers and grandfathers. Pastor Randall Draper has a special message prepared for all fathers that will encourage, bless, and strengthen them during these challenging times. Come celebrate Father's Day with us. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for donald trump to hire i find out the worst enemy that i'm going to face in my life is right here in america they took my assessment and they wanted me to change it i was like i'm not changing it they had to get rid of flynn 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.